All right. Take 1013. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Christopher Hall, and welcome to the first episode of the podcast for The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. A little about me. Um, Is it too soon for that? The purpose of this podcast is to keep an audio journal um, for my daily life, um, progress in my spirituality, my growth, personal growth, and um, just thankful for Anchor to uh, provide a platform in which I can speak my mind freely and have it reach someone. Uh, I know that sounds very depressing, but this is my life. Um, Yeah, I believe myself to be an outsider. Um, I don't speak a lot. I, um, I'm more of someone to listen and observe. So this is totally new for me. Um, I have very little experience in letting whatever comes to me come out. Um, So a little about me, I am 24 years old. I live in New York, in the United States. I work at a bowling alley. I'm a porter. So the job entails that I basically do the dirty work. Um, I graduated college with an associates in sociology. Oh, this is tough. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Just the fact that this, you know, like the possibility for someone to hear this just boggles my mind because, yeah, I, growing up, Um, I didn't, well, I guess up until like third grade, I, um, I considered myself to be very social. Um, 
I had plenty of friends. Um, I thought I was very funny um, when I was younger. Then I moved to a new location. Started started all over, and that was very difficult um, to adjust to. Um, as I create more episodes um, of this podcast, I'll get into that. Um, have no clue, like <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> Um, like, how far, what, I don't know, like, okay, so the purpose of this podcast is to, I guess, to use Anchor as an outlet to say whatever the fuck is on my mind, and I guess that's a good place to start. Um, yeah. I really wanted to do this to, um, to go on and, like, go, I mean, like, unedited, untrimmed, like, that, um, that raw, rawness, um, but I may have to trim a lot of this, um, recording, um, so, yeah, um, as I go on through my days, this is primarily just an audio journal, and I will speak freely about what comes to mind. Um, it's so weird because I just want to talk about so much. And um, don't know where to start. Oh my god. Um If I'm being honest, um I know it's probably very difficult to listen to this broadcast. So, if you made it, if you made it this far, then Jesus Christ. Um that's on me. Um, 7.44. Yeah, so... If I were to talk about anything, it would be about my spirituality. Um, this is a good topic. 
I um, I started to get into it my mm, my fourth year in college. So I um I was in my dorm room and on YouTube, my laptop, and recommended video for um what's his name? Michael. Michael Murray. Um, Course of Miracles teacher. Um, he was a teacher in spirituality. Um, he took a more of a psycho, psycho, psychological spin on it. Um, he develops a course out of the Course of Miracles. Um, so that was, oh, how long ago was that? That was 2016, no, 2017, spring of 2017. Um, yeah, so I spent three years at Suffolk Community College. I graduated high school 2013. Um, so if that math adds up, I hope it does. <laughs> um, let's see, where was I going with that? So, I, after my third year at Suffolk Community College, um, I transferred to Oneonta, SUNY Oneonta. Um, primarily, I went there because I had a friend there, and me... Being me, um, I thought it would, I thought it would be best to follow his footsteps, and um, I was there for a good time, not a long time. Um, I didn't have intentions of that, but that's how it panned out. Um, so I joined a fraternity, um, with him, and that's when it all went downhill, I guess. Um, hmm. I hate falling into habits, so I hate speaking like, I hate sounding like this, I'm just so fucking nervous, um, 
so joining him with a fraternity, um, joining with him to a fraternity, whatever. I did my time. I spent my time many a time at the bar drinking nonstop. Um, yeah. Drank a fucking shit ton. <laughs> Nervous laughter. Um, so, after blacking out, like, every time I drink, um, I guess, I, it's funny, I don't want to admit, but I, I hit rock bottom. Um, that's weird for me to say from this perspective of not being in that shitty spot. So that's good to say. Um, I don't know, it was just, it took its toll. My health was deteriorating very rapidly. Um, many, many nurse visits, emergency room visits. <laughs> yeah. Um, one time, uh, I was at my fraternity's formal, and, um, yeah, <laughs> that, I was there, I can't tell you shit about it, because I was way too drunk, but, wow, <laughs> I didn't know how bad, how, like, capricious I really am, how uneasy I am, and it just feels good to let this out, um, went to the emergency room, um, I think, like, the day after of my fraternity's formal, um, apparently, I was caught on film <laughs> doing this, uh, <laughs> um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I felt good to laugh at. Um, I got was caught on film. Couldn't tell you the song, but I think the lyric was drop that pussy down low. Yeah. And um, I hit the worm on the dance floor. But it really, like, wasn't the proper worm. So I just 
basically I was like standing straight up through my hands in a motion and just belly flopped onto the floor and um hurt my rib cage um yeah don't know why I sound proud of that why I sound proud of any of this um but the day after it really hit me and I think it was just a buildup of all of the unhealthy decisions is that the word unhealthy decisions and um bad dance moves <laughs> combination of both unhealthy decisions bad dance moves we'll go with that um yeah yep 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 yeah 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 really feels good to uh come back into myself from compare comparably from the time of past and how I feel now for sure um a big reason for this podcast is to I was encouraged by Reverend Devin Jesse Byrne um, to start keep a journal um, of shit. I um, he's a solid spiritual teacher. Um, he uh, he knows his shit. He knows his shit. Um, to put it lightly, I guess, and I am excited for the things to come with my spiritual growth oh yeah i know it's gonna be tough very fucking tough um tough times ahead with that because clearly i mean (laughs) this podcast speaks for itself so that's good yeah The big plans ahead is that I am getting access to one of his courses that he teaches. Yes, I am. And um, it's a course 
um, how to feel the spiritual universe. It has um, seven sections in the course, and for each section, there are seven lectures, if I'm right. Um, I hope that's right. <laughs> I'm a terrible student. Um, I could go on and on, but I know that it's, it won't go anywhere, so, <laughs> yeah, I could go, yep, on and on, and lose my train of thought, so, I don't know if that's, like, a good thing or a bad thing, um, Yeah, so that sidetrack, yeah. So went to the emergency room <clears throat> after doing a a shit take on the worm. Yep. So at that time. I was just done in, done in. Um, got into psychedelics. Um, wait, no, that would be too far. I um first made the responsible, responsible choice to put down the bottle and switch to weed. In that decision, it was changing. It was changing for the better. Hella better. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Um my history with weed I started in the seventh grade summer of seventh grade went on until like eighth grade yep yeah eighth grade oh man weed just it's different like I mean, I can say that now because of my experiences of making better decisions, um, making decisions not just for myself, if that makes any sense at all. Um, that doesn't make any sense. I can't make decisions for other people, but... Um, the decisions that I was making, or am making now, um, don't just have me in mind. Yeah. 
So I'm not just making decisions for myself, like, you know, not, I mean, this is just common sense, like, I, I'm less selfish, I guess, um, more, What's the opposite of selfish? Like, uh, if I can't think of the word, then I don't know what it is. Um, not selfish, but selfless. There we go. That's, uh, that's something. Um, more selflessness. I try. I, I try. Um, so that decision to get out of my old ways coincides with that um quit drinking and um not quit drinking who quits drinking um but drink less for my selflessness yeah so I mean, just look at alcohol, um, messes up your cognition, I guess, cognitive abilities, um, up to a point, not up to a point, but when you drink up to a point, you lose the fucking ability to, uh, think straight, for one. You make terrible decisions on fucking alcohol, for that's for sure. Um, and when you're high on marijuana, you become more aware, at least I believe that to be, I strongly believe that to be. Um, I believe that weed psychedelics are very, very beneficial um, to make better choices. Because you don't think as normally as you do. When you're sober,
I have had some crazy experiences on um, weed. Um, of course, psychedelics, but weed is something I consider to be less of less hallucinogenic than a psychedelic. Um, I don't fucking know drug categories. <laughs> so, but I, what I'm trying to say is that weed has, I guess it's less active than, say, a psychedelic, like acid. Um, so when you have the experience on weed, um, and it's like a very spiritual experience, then, um, forget where I was going with this. It's less, less psychoactive than a psychedelic. So, um, it's greater, it's a more, you take away more because it's less psychoactive. Yes, 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 yes. I swear. You take away less. You take away more because it's less psychoactive. Booyah. <laughs> um, so, it's more rewarding. I can say that now. It's more rewarding than having a... Um, it's more rewarding to have an, a spiritual experience on weed than it is um, on acid because I said so. <laughs> because, um, because it's less psychoactive. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, my latest experience with marijuana. Let's jump into that one. Yeah, let's jump it. Jump right in. Um, so, I'm... Coming from uh, an outsider, I gotta start considering myself to be an outsider now that that's the name of the podcast. So, coming from an outsider, um, I am not one to socialize, make plans, um, 
Yeah, that's just a huge character flaw that I have. Um, but coinciding with my spirituality, um, I find it necessary to not make plans. Um, so maybe I have it all backwards. Maybe I should be the one making plans. Maybe I should be the one talking more, talking more, talking more. Um, yeah, there's just that block in me. Yeah, just a block in me. Um, God. So my latest experience with marijuana was a shit show, I guess. Um, so there was one Saturday that my friend Josh invited me out. Um, so fuck yeah, of course I'm going out. For one, this meets my requirements of my ideology that I should not be making plans. So fuck yeah, he made the plans, let's go. Um, hell yeah. So, um, the plan was to go out to the bars, just have fun. Like, that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. Just have fun. Um, uh, forget what mantra I was thinking about. Um, here it is. I am in need of nothing but your interpretation. Or, I am in need of nothing but your guidance. So that was, um, obsessively me saying that non-stop, non-stop, non-stop. So, that's how I jive with things. I try to let it happen by going into overdrive, I guess. <laughs> not a very, not the most efficient way to go about it, of course. Um, that's something I gotta work on. So I gotta drop the mantras non-stoply. Non-stoply? Um. So. I'm like a... I don't have to say it. I'm an awkward person. So... We just start, we met, we met up at Public House. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we just drank. Um, the difference between this drinking and my fraternity, fraternity drinking was that, um, 
it was under him. Like, it was under Josh. Josh's, um, Josh was calling the shots. I was following them. So, that's how I went about that night. Um, not making the selfish decision to get fucking plastered and just be a recluse um, and just be retarded I guess. <laughs> yeah I didn't want to do that I don't I don't want to do that anymore I I don't have to explain that um, so we're just following Josh's lead um, I was able to get loose when I was drinking. I've, past times, haven't been able, well, I, of course I've been able to under, under the alcohol, but not my decision to do that. Um, I was fearful back then, had to drink to dance, but something I, um, proud of is that I'm not in that same same frame that you know I could I could do some dance moves um it's something that I can't just uh like It's not something I can do right away. I can't do that sober, of course. I can't do that. Um, well, I mean, I'm able to. Um, I have danced soberly. Of course, that's one of my anxieties. Um, So, of course, that's a little traumatic when, um, when I was younger, I was at a, a block party. Those were fucking awesome. I was at a block party and, uh, I guess that's like the moment where I just became like self-aware of like how s I can't say that about myself how um ridiculous um I perceived myself to be yeah because I was dancing and I guess self-aware isn't the word more self-conscious of how people perceive me yeah, was dancing, and you know, like, how you can perceive things wrong, so people were laughing at me, of course they were not laughing at me, but enjoying the moment, 
Yeah. Just enjoying the moment, but of course, when you're uh, young, you don't know shit. <laughs> you don't fucking know anything when you're young. So, of course, I was embarrassed. Like, red in the fucking face embarrassed about how I was dancing. Maybe not. I wasn't embarrassed how I was dancing. I was embarrassed. Because people were laughing at me. For sure. Of course, I misinterpreted that. But... So I was starting to let loose that night with Josh. And, um, you know, pounding drinks, but being able to keep a steady focus on what was going on. Um, I remember, I remember leaving public house and, um, it was strange <laughs> fucking strange fucking strange to leave a bar remember leaving a bar strange i know and um we were walking out and josh brought his girlfriend jill um we were walking out and i was with jill and uh there was this guy and a girl sitting on a bench and um i was i was feeling good um i was aware at that moment um leaving with joe and um i looked at them funny i looked at the guy and the girl on the bench a little funny and, uh, I didn't really mean to, um, but I knew that there would be some, there would be a reaction from them, just knew it, you just know sometimes, um, so, uh, Josh was behind us, and, uh, as we were walking down the street, he goes, did you hear those? Can you, I think, I think it was like, can you believe those guys? And, um, or something like, did you hear them? And, uh, of course I knew why, because I, I fucking gave him a dirty look. And, uh, <laughs> just, um, acted, played stupid. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hear them. Well, that was the honest truth. I wasn't acting stupid um i would have liked to know what they said would have liked to know um 
So the fun begins at this point. Josh pulls out his vape. Um, uh, I don't fuck. I don't know what you call him, man. <laughs> the fuck you call him these days? Uh, it was a weed vape. I don't know the fucking word for it. I know there's a word for it. Um, <clears throat> a pen? It wasn't a pen. It was a. It, it wasn't a wax pen. It was like a, a weed vape. So, I take a ginormous hit. Um. You know, knowing now, um, when you're offered weed, like, you just gotta take it, man. You just gotta. So, it wasn't an alcohol-influenced decision. It's just my perspective on weed. I know that uh, I gotta keep an eye on the clock. We're close to sixty minutes. Um, okay, I gotta wrap this up. So, my experience with the weed. Take a ginormous hit. Um, I have to let this fucking sink in. The ginormous weed hit that I took. I was coughing up a lung. Like, holy fuck. Like, 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 okay, so I don't, I've never taken DMT, but I know that, well, I don't fucking know any shit, but, um, Joe Rogan says, like, a DMT, like, the first hit of DMT, like, rocketed into a fucking other dimension, and this is what that weed hit did, um, like, fuck, I, I, I I don't know for sure, but, like, if I just went, like, fucking apeshit crazy, like, 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 was I in my ego, or was I, like, entering the spiritual universe, like, like, I can't, I can't discern that, um, I don't, I don't know that truth couldn't tell you um so we're going to another bar we're walk we're making our way downtown walking fast faces passing them homebound <laughs> fuck yeah um we're going to jim joyce and there's a group ahead of us and, you know, my mind is hyper laser focus. Um, that this was during the mantra, I am in need of nothing but your guidance, or I am in need of nothing but your interpretation. And, bruh, <laughs> overdrive to the fucking max. Like, yo, I was dead set focused on the spiritual universe, like, yeah, of course I was, um, I was 
motivated, determined to um, go there to that place. Um, I was close. Uh, we were online for Jim Joyce. Uh, time was maybe like 12.30, somewhere around there. And um, we're online. And my mind is like going places. It's fucking going places, kid. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I just got to spit this out, right? Um, I was thinking about this girl I had a crush on in high school. Um, that I've never been able to get over. Um, fucking like six years now. Like, bro, just get over it. What the fuck? Um, yeah. But I was thinking about her, thinking about her, thinking about her. And it's not just me, though. Like, it wasn't just me. I'm thinking about her, thinking about her, and everyone around me is, like, communicating with my thoughts. I, I, I can't, how the fuck do you, um, how the fuck do you describe that? Like, it was, communic, people were reading my mind. <laughs> people were reading my fucking mind. That's how... I like, I mean, I have to blame it on the weed, right? Because the weed gave me that motivation, that determination to focus on something and have it manifest around me. So, yeah, that was fucking wild. Um, and so I was thinking, thinking about her, thinking about her, of course, obsessive as I am. Um, and I was trying to manifest something. I was trying to manifest her to be at that bar. And, um, did it happen? I don't fucking know. I can't remember. Um... I know that I'm trying to manifest this um, to happen, and my mind, the communication between me and all these people around me, where I don't say anything about what I'm thinking about, but they say everything about what I'm thinking about, so it... <laughs> It seems so fucking real. Um, that has to be real, right? Like, what the fuck? Like, how can... How can you label me crazy when everyone is on that same... I want to say same page. I think that's more aptly put. More more than frequency um 
who knows? Like, maybe I was fucking crazy. But that wasn't the way that I was perceiving it. I didn't think I was crazy. Um, so... I, I thought it would be the end of me. Um... Um... How do I say this? Like, I kind of wanted to die in that moment. That I was just... So overwhelmed. Of that possibility. That I could see her. Um... <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking lunatic, right? Um... For liking someone. Uh, so, manifesting, manifesting, um, press for time here, I don't know the truth behind it, but there was like a, a black SUV, um, rolling down the street, and the way that the situation was unfolding seemed like that that was her, and she was with a friend, and they were pulling up to Jim Joyce. So, yeah, there was a decision that I had to make. Um, did I want to go into Jim Joyce? Was I up for it? Um, I think I wasn't up for it primarily um, in the first place. So I was, like, fucking walking around. And I was talking with someone. I was talking with these two people um, who were just on the street, um, on the sidewalk. And, you know, I, I was feeling them. And it was like I was talking to Reverend Reverend Jesse Byrne. Like, it was fucking wild. Like, like I don't fucking understand. Like, it wasn't him. But my perception of him, and it seemed like there was a certain communication that we were speaking. That it was, it was like he was able to be him. Like, ah, oh man. So this podcast, I probably. Accept my craziness. Um, like, what is real, man? What is real? I don't know. Does who knows what's real? Like, is that really up for us to decide what's real and what's not? If our belief in it can. So, like, you could be seeing shadows, but they're not really shadows. Like, like your, your mind plays tricks on you, so. But they play with your senses. Um, so, I, we, after that, 
go into Jim Joyce, party it the fuck up. Um, don't know if she was there or not. I have this memory um, of finishing talking to someone, and like I, I was blacked out during the conversation. But I remember um, talking my shit, um, like, I just remember talking about God, and um, how it would be best for me to leave the conversation and not return. Um, So I don't know if that was her or not, I fucking blacked out. The weed was too strong, bro. Yeah, so this is my crazy fucking life. I feel ashamed um, for speaking this truth because it just, it's not a good label. It's not a good label. I think it's... I have this belief that, you know... I think I'm fucking... Like... I don't know. Like... Am I lonely, crazy... Because I don't talk to people, or do I not talk to people because I think I'm crazy, lonely? Uh, So, yeah, my truth is very embarrassing to speak on, so, but I have to do it, I have to do it. Um... Tonight at the bowling alley, um, I was ringing someone up, someone to pay, someone was paying for the games, and, you know, uh, so in high school I approached the girl that I like, and, um, you know, I say, oh god, it was terrible timing, terrible, terrible time, terrible timing, Oh my god, so aptly put, because I'm running out of time here. Um, yeah, so I just said, hey. Hey, Sam. Um, didn't get an answer, so I said sorry. Um, didn't know what the fuck to say. Yeah.